0: How is Hexera Airsoft Arena different to your regular airsoft fields?
1: Okay, so a bit of backstory. Uh, When I first uh, came to Japan, I uh, was dating my now wife uh, back then. And uh, we strolled into a Lexus dealership. And I was blown away by the customer service. Literally, I wasn't even buying a car. Just, you know, just in there. And the customer service was amazing. They were like, this is my name. Um... Would you like a cup of tea? Would you like uh, coffee? Whatever type of thing. Here's the showroom. Please take a look around. Blah, blah. And we weren't even buying anything. And these people, the customer service was just insane. And I was like, "Well, hang on a minute, why can't airsoft fields be like that?" So ever since we've opened, I've always put a high emphasis on customer service, like like a restaurant. You go in there and you want to eat good food, but why not also have good customer service to go along with that. So I kind of feel that where we differentiate a little bit more is our customer service. We try to put a high level, you know, high tone on customer service, when, you know, when we can, obviously. We understand there are certain safety aspects that we need to come down a bit harder, but when it comes to customer service, we really, really try. Like, so when customers take a break from a game, we'll go and talk to them. How is the game? Are you enjoying yourself? Uh, is there anything you think we can do better? What would you like to see? Like, we, we're constantly trying to monitor the situation throughout the day uh constantly trying to talk to the customers trying to at least get on a a, a name basis um to try and find out if you know be wearing a good time um but yeah i think that's basically where i feel that hexa kind of differentiates itself from a lot of the other airsoft fields
0: okay what do you do like if you see a player just like sitting by themselves so like you know it's my first time on the field i don't really know anyone there i don't really know what's going on i'm slightly like sitting by myself i've maybe have a new M9 that I love. <laughs> right. Yes. What, what, what happens then? All right.
1: That's a good question. Um, So actually we do kind of sp- pay a lot of special attention to solo players, especially if you haven't come with your friends, because, you know, people want to come with their friends. They kind of probably just want to hang out with their friends. Well, of course, we will go and say hi and, you know, introduce ourselves and say, what's up? And I hope you're Fism- doing the day. But this monster, everyone. Right, sure. But for solo players, it can be a bit, kind of need to read the room a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like, do you want to be left alone or do you want us to come and say hello? Of course, we're still going to introduce ourselves. But if you don't want to have that conversation with us, we can walk away, it's not a big deal. But if you want to, you know, if people are like, no, I want to say hello, type thing. So staff, or well, my staff are very good at this. They'll definitely go over and make a big deal about the solo player. Like, hey, where you from? First time, Is this is your first time playing Exeter. That's a cool gun. What are you into? Why did you get into airsoft? Like, just generally, you know, general conversations. And then we'll move on to things like the arena itself. Are you enjoying the layout? Are you enjoying the game types? Uh, you know, are you enjoying your day? Um, Ex- more more to the point, I suppose, especially if you're a first time air softer. Not just a first time air softer, but first time in Hexeller as well, would definitely pay a little bit more special attention to you. Um beautiful fact if you played Hexler again, you kinda get the drill. You kind of get what we do anyway. We're definitely gonna say hi to the you know the guys that are repeating anyway. It's not it's easy to deal with them. But for new players or brand new air softers, especially brand new to Hexler, I would definitely make a big deal out of it. I'm definitely going to say hello obviously if you want to be left alone don't worry we'll read the room we'll walk away it's not the end of the world uh but my staff are actually generally pretty good with that sort of stuff to be honest with you yeah yeah definitely so if you have a first time playing come and talk to us we're very very welcoming or we try to be
0: you're listening to the defro airsoft podcast hosted by Stuart Rowe. meet the legend meet Meet the the legend. legend This episode is brought to you by Hefe's Airsoft Solutions. Use code DEFRO10 at checkout. Hey everyone, welcome to the DEFRO Airsoft Podcast. Today on this episode of Meet the Legend, we are sitting down with David from Hexera Airsoft Arena. Thanks for coming, man.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Stuart. I really appreciate this.
0: Hexera sounds like a really cool place. I love the stuff that you put up on Instagram and Gaza, AKA Press Check Puppy. Uh, a.k.a. Tactical Ashi Grammy TV, has been talking uh, all about how good this field is, so I really want to check it out.
1: Great, good. Well, yeah, please
0: come and play <laughs> <laughs> it. Right, man so tell us about yourself.
1: Right, okay. We'll uh, see, David, um, I've uh, been living in Japan now for coming up to 10 years. Um, and I own and operate an airsoft site in Japan with my wife. Nice, that's the dream, right? We, yeah, yeah, kind of. Kind of fed into it. But yeah, they, we, we're there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. That, that's cool. Like, I, I've always uh, dreamt of, like, opening my own field. But it's mainly, like, just for me. I wouldn't allow anyone else in. It'd just be, like, me and my friends. Was that your original idea, or...?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, we kind of wanted to change the game a little bit. That was kind of the original goal. Um, we we kind of found that where where can NSP airsoft benefit people how can airsoft benefit people it was kind of like well we need to try and change that so we we kind of focus on the, the teamwork and communication side of things um that was kind of our original goal um we really wanted to push the whole like teamwork and communication skills with people and all this sort of stuff not necessarily like how to move and manipulate weapons it was more about how to build a team how to effectively communicate within the team and all this sort of stuff that was originally our goal and it still is today it kind of still is our main focus point um, of what Hexad is really about, uh, pushing the community in that sort of direction type thing.
0: Nice. Do like people like run comms or are you talking about like hand signals or what type of communication are you using? You name it, everything. <laughs>
1: Just like, uh, um, yeah, well, we do, we do everything really, to so be honest. Like, uh, like most customers, sort of like before, a lot of people, when I was playing Airsoft, everything before, not many people really would say anything. Uh, they wouldn't really oh, talk. Yeah, it's, it's a like, silent but... game especially bushland bushland is quiet exactly right and like when i'm sitting there playing a the show, i'm saying like ah oh, there's enemy forwards enemy right enemy left enemy like 10 meters right barricade i was i'm humming and i was constantly yeah, you're the radio just, man they right exactly right i was constantly like shouting like what what's like let's go let's go let's do this let's do this like and all i'm well, not like taking a leadership role just sort of like more like uh focusing on the good aspects of what airsoft can be about is like making new friends, uh, building on your own communication skills, building on your own teamwork ability skills. It was kind of, that was the main focus point. So this is where this originally idea originally came from, which is pretty cool. Half my
0: friends in Japan, I've I've made from airsoft, probably more than half. But yeah, like I found like in Japan, it's really difficult. uh, It's not really difficult, but it's almost rare to see teamwork. So you'll see squad work and like, I'll shop with my squad and we'll all have comms or we'll have hand signals, we'll communicate plays, but it's only with ourselves. And I've noticed that a lot of the other players will only play in squads. And if they're not playing in their own squad, they're playing individual. They're not playing the objective. They're just, everyone's doing their own thing. And, you know, it's a skirmish, so you're allowed to. But the the lack of teamwork, or not even lack, just like zero teamwork is interesting. It's not good or bad, but it is uh, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm
1: on the same page with you there. It was uh, it was one of the most bizarre things when I started playing airsoft here. Uh, yeah. well, What's up with this? Like, no, we got we, this has got to change, bro. Like, it's I'm just an like,
0: individual sport that unfortunately
1: has teams. Right. So where's the team play? <laughs> where's the teamwork? Where's the communication involved in that? Like, yeah, I understand no. you might want to be a solo player and you want to drop in some pub games and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, that's fine. But why not make a new friend there? Do you know what I mean? Like, why not try that? Like, I, don't, I have I don't...
0: the I have the answer to that, but I don't think I could say that uh, <laughs> on on live.
1: Okay, I got <laughs> well, you. I I'll got tell you that. after
0: the podcast. Yeah, all right, I, am, right, okay. I have a good answer for why 30% of Brilliant. people uh, do that. All <laughs>
1: right. right, that's good, yeah. I mean, well, you know, obviously it's building your own social skills as well. Like your own individual skills as a person. So it was kind of like, well, let's try and build on that. Let's try and make an environment where people could feel comfortable with that. Let's try and build that entire system in place, not only just inside the, the field itself, but also in culture in the side field. Not just that, but also in the game types that we run. Like, let's build that team play, communication aspects of our soft involved in that inside the field itself completely and just embed it into that, into our culture. And that's basically where it all came from, basically.
0: That that sounds incredible. That's, that's exactly what you want. If you can play airsoft with other people like the force multiplayer you get with teamwork is incredible exactly if you right. have three people in a squad you can take out 10 no problem exactly
1: right exactly right exactly right uh i mean maybe a little bit of backstory and why this came about i i am ex british army um so i got those skills from the army itself and then i've just kind of implemented that into kind of that environment inside like the airsoft community so i thought that was i really enjoy that aspect of airsoft that's what i'm interested in airsoft about i really enjoy that um especially when i started learning the language as well so when i started trying to speak japanese like it was a really good way for me to start learning japanese so i was picking up really weird and wonderful words in japanese that you wouldn't hear on everyday Maybe conversation like,
0: exactly Hotsugeki. right
1: exactly right so or techie like I just really normal, exactly exactly so some of these words some some of these words you know there's so many different words that you can pick up in airsoft just purely from that aspect so i thought that was really cool like i could pick up a a new vocabulary effectively that you can
0: never use outside airsoft yeah
1: well not really uh, unless you're kind of a bit weird
0: (laughs) i'm I'm sure you could find a way to put some airsoft terms into a business meeting like i'm pretty sure i can put like smoke out in a business meeting somewhere. yeah that'd be
1: cool oh my god that'd be so cool i've got a lunch i'm smoking out It'd like, be so cool yeah that'd be really yeah. cool yeah i'd like to hear yeah. that actually to be with you. that'd be so dope but yeah no so that was, that was yeah that's basically where it this is this was the uh the heart and soul of where it all came from that's literally where it all came from from that sort of side of things
0: nice all right so i think we can like skip the first question because i think we've kind of already touched on that so let's jump straight into the second question <laughs> I apologize. What was the first question? (laughs) All right. I'm joking. What was the
1: first question? Where was the first question?
0: first question. How did you first get into Airsoft? And what made you decide to open an Airsoft field in Japan?
1: Okay. So maybe I've already answered uh, how did I decide to open up the Airsoft field? I think that might be, I've already answered that part of that question probably. Uh, How did I get into Airsoft is actually kind of interesting. Um, Obviously, I'm British uh, from the UK. uh, I did play it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, I did play Airsoft, I think, once or twice when I was younger I as a kid uh, back in the UK. I think maybe played it once when I was at university as well, uh, or something along those lines. But I never really got into it. Um, my image of Airsoft then was very different to what
0: it is now. I'll be honest with you. I was like... Uh, mm, you wasn't like... cool then. It's cool now because we're doing it, and we're on
1: the <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. Exactly right, yeah.
0: That's why it's cool. Uh, well, I mean, we make like, it cool.
1: Uh, well, I mean, Airsoft back then... I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't mainstream, really.
0: It was just the nerds. It's still that, not.
1: Were, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like. To, I like to think. I like to say. It's that getting we, there. We, like people
0: we, do, like, um, like Golcon airsoft, which exactly is right. yeah. boggles the mind. Like, yeah, yeah. Group that's dating really cool. airsoft.
1: Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, it's something that I think we're looking into as well, even as a brand. Very
0: easy targets.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Which I thought was great. Anyway, um, so I wasn't really into it back then. I was kind of like. Nah. Off just nerds but want to run around with toy guns, shoot each other, whatever, bro. Like, yeah, that was kind of like my you're like, exactly right. Yeah, I think most uh, most uh, society will probably think that way. Um, that being said, I didn't really see any benefits towards it, and it wasn't until I got to this country and then I walked past a uh, toy gun store, uh, effectively. I'm just sort of like, oh, this is great I want to have a quick though. I walked in with my wife, I looked at these guns, I am like, do you know what? I might try a bit of stuff. I'm in Japan. Uh, the guns are fairly cheap here. Like,
0: yeah, they're I'll cheap. Pick up,
1: you know what I mean? I, I picked up a. I think my first gun was a Walther PPK uh, Marazin. Nice. Yeah, dude. I want to be James Bond.
0: Fixed uh, slide so, or moving? No, slide. no,
1: no, Marazin It's the blowback, uh, gas blowback version. So, uh, I but, you know, I'll go and I'll go and play. Uh, sorry, I'll go and, I'll try one game. I'll go and try it out. The gun's cheap. It wasn't. It's not going to break the bank. You know what I mean? So I'll go and try it. So I started playing. I ended up meeting some people there and um all these guys or most of these guys were either current military or ex-military and they were like dude come play with us more often and that's pretty much the life story right there so i just got into our stuff that way basically uh i miss the com- camaraderie I, I think i think that was partly it camaraderie is well. great yeah camaraderie i you know it's being a an international guest in this country it's uh yeah kind of hard to make friends sometimes um so I end up meeting some guys, and we end up going hanging just, out.
0: Every... You'll yeah. instantly make friends, <laughs> yeah. <right>. Actually, <laughs> people that yeah. come up and talk to you like, What are those glasses? All yeah, right,
1: exactly. Yeah, I gotta imagine, like, she's on the Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much how I got into airsoft, effectively. That's how I got into airsoft here. So, I,
0: I had a similar thing. So, when I started playing uh 20 years ago, it was with the uh the US Marines from the embassy in Tokyo. So, I was playing with them and there was a mercenary he claimed he was a mercenary uh i i I never actually saw him in combat but uh he would always disappear for like a month or two and then come back and have lots of money so what do you do he goes oh i'm pmc i'm like all right i wasn't going to like fact check him but uh playing with him was fun too
1: (laughs) okay well i mean yeah you know there's all sorts of people that play airsoft not just miniature guys or law enforcement or anything like that there's loads of but the I mean, military the majority, guys are fun to play with. Yeah, to be honest with you, they, they just did it just have a bit of fun. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's that's originally how I started out. I just want to have a bit of fun, just blast some Just, I mean, there was so much of a mixture in the, my original group. There was US military, uh, JSDF, um, British, Australian, New Zealand. Yeah, we oh, it sounds a like we are Z- in the same group.
0: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, most of these guys are legit nice dudes. You know, some of them are uh, obviously done off. Couple of them done operational deployments, that sort of stuff. Like, you know, these guys were just, you know, just down to earth, just here having a bit of fun in Japan for a couple of years before they shot off. And then that's pretty much how the group group broke up in the end. Everybody was just finishing up what they were doing here. Yeah, exactly right. It is what it is, so it's fine. I just end up staying, so yeah, <laughs> don't me, leave. Me,
0: you. I think I'm on my fourth or fifth airsoft group now. So
1: oh, no way. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's <is> so good. <laughs> So yeah, so there you go. I suppose that answers your your first question there quite easily, actually. Honestly. Nice, nice, pretty cool.
0: All right. Yeah. So next one, can you tell us about some of the unique challenges and opportunities that come with owning an airsoft field in Japan?
1: Unique challenges and opportunities. Uh, okay. So challenges. I uh, so some of the unique challenges. Um, I think the, non-unique the most...
0: challenges are also okay. I yeah, guess. I
1: know. I've got a really bizarre one for you. Um, so when we originally started opening up the field. Um, we had to go to the prefectural office. Um, so that'd be like a county office in the UK, I suppose. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know what the Americans would call that. Um, or the Australians make up a word. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's not a town office. The one above a town office. That's effectively how I would describe it. Um, City hall. Go- yeah, there we go. Sure, there we go. That might be what the Americans, I suppose the Americans would say. City Hall sort of thing, I suppose, yeah. So I, we, we, I guess we would call it a county office, I suppose that would be the way Americans, we would call
0: it. if you're listening, comment what you comment, call this Yeah. Thing.
1: Please tell me what this is. Yeah, I'd like to know as well to be honest with you. But anyway, so I had to go like what they call a prefectural office, right? And uh, me and my wife both sat down and had meetings with so many different departments about opening up an airsoft site in this area. It was the most bizarre thing. Or we, that We had to get the okay from everybody. Like, we had to go to the sports side, then we had to go to the architectural side, then we had to go to like uh, the business side. There were so many people. We had to have meetings with just to open up an airsoft. That was very unique. I must admit, I don't think I've ever heard of anything quite like it. So yeah,
0: it was, like i was bizarre. to other like field owners that have like uh, built uh, outdoor fields. They haven't mentioned any anything like that. Is this unique to West Japan, or is this unique to indoor field, or unique to building uh, an airsoft uh, field? I,
1: can't even answer that question because I don't really speak to many other owners or operators, if that makes sense. I've got a few free friends that own operators, but I've never, actually never asked them that question, to be honest with you. Uh, it's probably a good question to ask them. But I just thought that was the way it was done in Japan. So we went and had all these meetings, all these like uh prefectural, you know, people like that worked for the you know the government to some extent, and we had to like try and plead our case whether we could open this site. And yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> And then we got the okay, and it was like, oh, okay, let's go. So that, that was definitely a unique challenge. Um, uh, it was def- I didn't think that... This was obviously pre-COVID, right? This is obviously... Oh,
0: of course. Yeah, because yeah, you're just... four years now, so you opened a year yeah. before COVID.
1: Yeah, t- 10 months to be exact. 10 months to be exact we opened uh, before COVID. Um, I don't know if I should get into that conversation, because that was a an really interesting conversation to have with that one. Um, well, so we Black, were 10 Black months.
0: Black Fox was about the same. I think Black Fox opened just before Corona, or even... During Corona, yeah, I think they opened uh, a few months. Uh,
1: no, uh, the year before, before us. I think I think they're on their fifth year now. Oh, sixth year. Sorry, they're on the sixth year. We're, we're coming up to. We've just literally uh, our fourth year was May eleventh. Uh,
0: oh, okay, so they are before Corona then. Okay, yeah, yeah, they were
1: just before Corona. Yeah, before, so they, I think they were a year in operation before Corona. We were ten months in operation before Corona hit, and that was that was hard work. Um, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, that was a that was a very unique challenge for an airsoft field here. Uh, other than that it was the usual stuff it was insurance it was like finding the right place the right spot right locations it was you know um looking at different areas how to com- you know how to be competitive inside the market itself all this sort of stuff so but that, that we spent like a long time researching all of this anyway beforehand before we even opened up so we didn't walk into this blind we walked in this knowing what we were doing Um nice. And I just, you know, I I just felt that I could do it better. So that was why I did it. I like that. I like
0: that. (laughs) Like, it's a Steve Jobs quote. It's like, uh, to be able to change the world, you have to be arrogant enough to think you can.
1: Yeah, I know that sounds a bit arrogant, I I must admit. um, But I've played a lot of different fields in the area that I was, obviously, that I'm living in. And I just like, do you know what? I could probably do this a lot better. I'm going to do this. So that's what I did. (laughs) It's like, spoke to my wife, she's like, yeah, let's go well like, all right it's like yeah you can definitely do it better than them yeah yeah wow, well, this is this was the conversation it was just like well is there a market can we make a market out of this is there something we can do um my job at that time i was um uh was working for quite i won't name, name names but i was working for quite a you know a middle level japanese company let's just put it like that and at the time i was just dealing with that sort of stuff and i was learning business japanese business at that time with them um so i was just trying to pick it up through there and then that was it. That's was where it all came from. So all my backgrounds, you know, my far background, my current history, you know, all this, I just kind of all wraps into one go. And I was just like, yeah, all right, I can do this. This guy, let's do this.
0: So Nice, yeah. dude. It's a good attitude. I like it. Appreciate that. <laughs> all right. Appreciate well, that. One thing that I want to ask about. So I've talked to like different fields and stuff in Japan and some fields have like a really strict rule set where they'll have like no running and stuff like that. Sure. Sure. Now, I've also like talked to some like American field owners and stuff like that. Now, for the Japanese fields that are no running—is this related to like liability or something? Does the liability go up if you can run around the field? If you're only walking, does it change your insurance or something? Or
1: okay, um, I to be honest with you, I probably can't really answer that question. Uh, if you want, if you want my personal opinion how we do things at Hexo is that like you, you kind of sign a waiver when you register with us. Like, if you register to play with us, oh, you yeah, can't sign a waiver. Every
0: airsoft build, you have to sign a waiver. That's, that's common. I mean, we have every- insurance.
1: We have insurance, obviously. We have, like, you know, business insurance and all that sort of stuff. We have insurance for what we do. Like, it's not, you know nothing dodgy going on there at all. But yeah, yeah we it's... do we do have like waivers like because we allow running inside the field inside the arena. Yeah. We allowed it. So if you want to run run your nuts off, obviously just don't run into our barricades, please. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. like
0: that rule at uh 41. Yeah. So you can run as fast as you like yeah. safely. So if you trip over and smash a barricade, you yeah. get a warning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well we don't and... do that.
1: I mean we we just say, look, if you break a barricade, I can replace the barricade, but I can't replace you. So it that's how we phrase it there, basically. Like I just please don't break our barricades. Like if you're running stupidly and you're being an idiot inside the field, obviously we're just gonna remove you anyway. Like that's just an obvious note. If you can't be safe with yourself, clearly you cannot be safe with other people. So we just remove you anyway. But you know, we give a lot of people a benefit of the doubt. Like obviously you're running and then you don't want really to get shot and then you slide into a barricade, like, all right, you know,
0: it is make what it stronger is.
1: barricades. You so, say, Yeah, this is this is literally how we learn to make barricades like literally how this is how we did it we literally tested it that way
0: (laughs) i was playing at some fields in tokyo like i remember the first time i played indoors after playing outdoors for like 10 years exclusively right and uh outdoors airsoft is very very active and when you transition to indoor airsoft and this was at one of the fields where you're not allowed to run right uh, okay i was having a very very difficult time. time so like i would try to like slide into cover i would get reprimanded uh, i would brace up uh, against cover and like move the the cover a little bit because like made of paper i would get right. reprimanded and it's like th- this is like a dollhouse like <laughs> if i just touch anything it falls over like i felt like unsafe playing there
1: sure, um, sure.
0: that and i hit my head on everything everything like,
1: yeah i do that I'm, everything I'm, I'm i'm 100 uh 185 centimeters what's that six one six two uh, I hit everything, bro. Like that's why I constantly wear a bump helmet when I play these days. Like I even hit helmet, I even hit my head on my own field. Like it's kind of crazy sometimes. So, um but I get it. uh We allow running because in the, the day it's fun. It's a sport, and it should be allowed. Uh, it's sport, hobby, however you want to describe it. It, it. There is some physical fitness to this that you have to have. I think, to be honest with you,
0: I'm going to cut it right down the middle, and I'm going to say, milsim. Is a, a hobby and an activity. I'll say soft is a sport, and airsoft okay. combines everything. I got
1: you. I got you. I'll make a Venn diagram. You see, you see. The, my argument is why can't why can't we put them all together? Like that. That's where my is. oh argument
0: you can. That's mill speed. That's like a yeah, separate I mean, was, thing. Yeah, I did. I like the sound of that. Mill speed. sounds dope. <laughs> it's very I mean, I don't, I don't... say mill speed in Japan because sure. so mill speed is basically fast CQB indoors in full yeah. kit.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah. in all the f- indoor fields uh in Kanto, um people wear under armour or active wear, like gym clothes. Right. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. All of the gym, there's no kit. Yeah. Some people might wear a play carrier, but it's basically making the smallest silhouette possible. Um and then, you know, being fast or slow, but it's not mill speed. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: oh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I mean it is I, I've got no qualms with either side of any part of airsoft like you want to play like that you can play like that you want to play like that you can play. i got i got no issue either side obviously it
0: make simply make it stupid yeah no exactly all, all you know? the, they're top great. mill mil speed's <laughs> exactly. good uh exactly. mill sim's good regular skirmish airsoft's good uh speed qb's good the, the only issue is when you have uh, a game where you have one set of rules and then people try to change it with their own rules like no just follow the rules that the event sets. That's it. And if your play is compatible, use it. If it's not compatible, don't. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, I'm in agreement with you. <laughs> I'm in agreement with you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump into the uh, the next question now. Uh, can you discuss any interesting or memorable moments that have happened at your SL field? Yeah.
1: I can actually. Good. Um, what one really sticks out to me. Um, so um, when we first opened, we started running these like um, basically training days. Uh, they were more designed and oh, more fo- like Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, sure, like Washington. Yeah, sure. Like Denzel Washington. Yeah, sure. No, these training days were way more focused on teamwork and communication skills. That's all. That's all we've always been about. Like, no, this is what we try to push. This is kind of what we're into. This is what we feel is. Most enjoyable aspect of our stuff, right? So we started doing this, and there we had this one customer kept coming to them all the time. Every time, every month we were running them, he kept coming, he kept coming, kept coming, kept going.
0: I think, was he one of No,
1: no, 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 I think he went to <laughs> one of them. I, we did one in Osaka, I think. I think he went to that one. They did, no, did two, sorry, he went to two. I think. Yeah, anyway, he was telling us about on the weekend. They, they sounded pretty good, man. Uh, they were great fun like we, we we do loads of cool stuff well we try to do it we, I mean we mix it up do you know what I mean we just try and mix it up but the main focus is not necessarily about skills it's more about your own individual teamwork and communication skills like this is what it's really about we just add in things that can be fun to use and aspects that um I've picked up over my time not just in the military but as a cadet instructor so i I did quite a lot of that sort of stuff back in the day and I've kind of implemented them into this sort of style of stuff right? So we do these little training days and we do this and we had this one customer, <clears throat> actually not just one, we had a few, but this, this customer kind of st- stuck out to me um, and he messaged us one day and he says, um, I just want to say I got um, promoted in, in, in my job uh, because of you guys. At first, like, we kind of like, what do you mean by that? Like, well, I, I got to learn how to talk to people and how to actually socially interact with people correctly, like nicely in a nice way and build my communication skills while talking to these people. I'm Now, a supervisor, and I can now deg- delegate jobs in the correct way to people. and I've kind of blossomed at work now because of that, so I just want to say thank you very much. And I was just like, Wow, okay, there we go. So, that, I didn't expect incredible. it, to, yeah, I did not expect it to go that Where's far, work, man? Yeah, thank you, appreciate that. It's, it's actually, uh, one of myself and my wife's kind of like we're very I, obviously, I'm not going to mention any of his names, obviously, yeah, yeah, keep names but, out of it, yeah, exactly right, but it was one of our proudest days where like someone's getting promoted at work because they could learn how to talk and communicate correctly and actually delegate jobs and like got promoted to supervisor he's loving his work now he's having a really good time before he was such a shy guy difficult talking to people difficult communicating with people and all this stuff so, and he tried to do it through airsoft he tries to level up his own individual self skills nothing to do with weapon handling nothing to do with weapon manipulation nothing to do with it's people manipulation right Exactly. So he managed to pick that up. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I just, I don't know. It's, It was, that is what I've always felt that we were about. And I just think that's wonderful. So that was, uh, I, I,
0: I love that. Um, uh, I've got some friends in like fields in America that are like doing similar things. Are like Great. they're using airsoft for like out, outreach for like at risk youth and stuff like that. Wonderful. And wonderful. Wonderful. The amazing things, uh, that you can help people with and teach people with teach people and really benefit the community by you know airsoft it's it's incredible yeah and it's much more than just a game where you have adults shooting bbs at one another like sure really when you go and play airsoft, if you're playing from nine to five for each hour you'll be in the field maybe playing for 15 minutes yeah and maybe then 45 minutes is not playing where it's just Shooting the shit with your friends, exactly reloading right. your guns, telling jokes, and just hanging out.
1: Yeah, or um, even even better, just telling your friends, "Wow, I just got shot in my bomber or shot in the nuts." Yeah, you know, like dude, that sucked. Like it was so much fun, but it sucked. Like
0: yeah, you know, I, I get it. I get
1: it. I totally get it. And the that, camaraderie that,
0: is great. Exactly. The team building great, and exactly. when you can focus on communication skills, like that is so important. So yeah. I can definitely see the advantage then that the uh, Hexera brand uh, has for people. Yeah, I'll we try. Like, I'll try to send some of my students that way. Like, that could be really useful. Do it.
1: Uh, We actually, we've had uh, uh, private training days where we've got companies in to, like, do a whole, like, team-building experience and all this sort of stuff. Through Airsoft, all through Airsoft. Like, how, how to communicate correctly, even under high pressure, right? so it's high yeah. pressure training basically it's you, like... you
0: personally hold a gun to everyone's head no i just scream and shout at people
1: <laughs> <laughs> i scream and shout at people and they just you know all no, I'm joking I, I, we do a lot of things we do a lot of different things just um and you know we've had kids in we do kids days as well obviously on the field and all this sort of stuff and we we teach them proper gun management gun safety all this sort of stuff and they try and level up in that sort of way and like they're coming down the staircase or whatever it is before they walk into a safety area, presenting the weapon in a safe manner and walking into, I say weapon, sorry, airsoft gun, sorry, I'm sending the airsoft gun in the safe airsoft manner. Airsoft toy. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, surely. Sorry, I need to be careful what words I use if this is going on YouTube. So I just realized, like.
0: Thanks, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it's these small things where you got, like, you know, building the community. Like, that's what it should be about. Do you know what I mean? It's building not just the community, but person's own individual skills i think it's great people learning by themselves it's great so i I really
0: i really dig airsoft in that manner i agree and i really applaud what you're doing that's really cool appreciate that brother all right next question can you describe any changes or updates that you have made to your field over the years and then how they've impacted the player experience um it's layout okay
1: okay um when we first started I tried something that didn't really work that well. I mean, it worked, but it wasn't amazing. Does that make any sense? Was it a maze? I yeah. It was maze st- yeah, it was maze style. Yeah, it, was a maze style. Ooh, it was a maze style. style. Maze style with... Uh, it's just friendly fire. It's all friendly fire. Uh, it was uh, barricade, like, in position, in position, in position, with uh, 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 different angles and all this sort of stuff. We tried all this sort of stuff at the beginning, all this sort of stuff. And I, I realized that I was probably doing it kind of the wrong. So... This is where coronavirus actually helped us. <laughs> so I'll get to that in a minute. So when coronavirus hit, I was like, I need to do better here. I don't know what we're doing wrong. So what I started doing was I started learning computer game leveling design or level design.
0: Yeah, level design is actually really important for designing yeah. a good airsoft arena. Right. So
1: I went back to the days of Call of Duty. I started looking how they were designing uh, Call of Duty, so Counter-Strike. That was what I originally started with. I started looking at what Counter Strike, the, the groups at Counter Strike, what they did with their level designs, what Call of Duty did with their level designs, Battlefield did with their level designs. I started looking at mainly FPS games. Because obviously, I would have gone back to Quake. Yeah, Quake right. I didn't look at Quake. Didn't think about that at the time. Um, I was mainly looking at like uh traditional shooters, if that makes any sense. Like I say and traditional Unreal shooters. Unreal
0: tournament two.
1: Right, oh, right, there had we some go. Wow. Levels. Like a, a golden eye. I looked at Goldeneye. Do you remember GoldEye, Goldeneye in
0: eye Terrible levels, absolutely yeah, flat I know. level.
1: But you had to we had to I had to learn basically what was good and what was what was bad, right? So we had to try and fit basically what the goal is a never ending loop. That's what you want to try and make. A never ending loop, right? That was the goal that I ended up learning about. So I end up trying to level design. So, throughout coronavirus, not only did I learn how to use a MacBook, by the way, and I learned how to use, uh, what was it, uh, Final Cut Pro, there we go. So, I ended up learning how to use, e. so I ended up learning how
0: to video edit, Um So check out the YouTube I can send channel. this podcast over to you to edit, then, I don't need to do
1: it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: uh, so, I
1: ended up learning how to video edit throughout coronavirus, and I ended up learning how to level game design. Uh, not, like, uh, on, like, a professional level, but I ended up learning what works and what didn't work. So I end up trying to redesign or reformat exactly how we do things now. So now our entire level or layout design inside Hexello is literally based off of computer game first-person shooter level design. This literally what we end up
0: doing. Like Dude, angles, fine. I, I would have that as your branding because we I do. We I didn't know website, that about Hexello. And if you website. told me like it's based on FPS, like it's yeah. based on this Counter Strike
1: field, like I'd go there. Like. All right the new layout the current layout that we have now is literally based off call of duty modern warfare 2 one of them one of the one of the maps i'm going to do in two because it works and it's playable and it's repeatable so if you get if you get you have we had to look at it not just as beginner players but also our repeat customers can the field be playable on a weekly basis like do i want to come back to this field on a weekly basis do i want to keep playing this field on a weekly basis do i the owner want to play this every day like that's how i need to look at things so i need to look at things like what computer games can be addictive because they could be repeatable so okay. we try to keep obviously balance in mind when we obviously yep. you've got to remember the layout is not going to be exactly the same way as call of duty things or counter-strike did things or anything like that we're going to t- apply the same principles we applied the same principles exactly right this is what i learned over chrome Devices. i applied those principles into every layout design we did yes there are some aspects of a game a game level design is in there but at the end of the day it's an airsoft field so we have to make things viable for airsoft as well so lines of sight angles this sort of stuff we had to try and build that and implement that over time so yeah i think that's one of the biggest uh things that we've ever done to be honest with you so every time we, we change the layout every six months every time we do, do change the layout we try to implement different ways of doing things with level design all this sort of stuff so yeah
0: i like that because I'll, I'll play like the same field maybe once a month because i like to play lots of different fields so sure. playing the same field six times yeah that's nice. It's enough to really get accustomed to it, and playing the same field for a few years is boring. So yeah, and also like when you change up the field every week, which other fields do, yeah. it's stressful because you have like uh, a path that you want to take, and then you can't take it, and you're like, oh, I have to go. In it. <laughs> then you get shot, and you have to keep relearning it. But yeah. you feel like you already know it, so it's kind of stressful.
1: Sure. Well, like I get every that.
0: six months, I like that. Yeah, well, we do it. I think that was the happy
1: medium. Uh, six months was kind yeah. of where the happy medium was it wasn't where the repeat customers were then kind of learning the map to a point where they're totally destroying any new player that walks in through the door um they you know what i mean it was, that was kind of where the balance pop was a problem it's balancing repeat customers with beginner players like like can a beginner player kill a repeat customer easily like it's
0: basically where we have to find that balance um, let beginner players use shields not full-size riot shields just the captain america shield and the <laughs>
1: uh, then you get arguments about it being too overpowered and all this sort of stuff you got to find some you did,
0: like on your on your first visit there and playing shields is so much fun because oh, we do
1: we actually have a shield game we actually have one and we always usually nice. give it to the first time customers we always usually get it because the repeat customers like, know what they're doing so they're like no no it's cool you can have it so it's fine Oh, when you when you're
0: a boss with a shield, it's fantastic. Oh
1: yeah, dude, okay. I don't know, it. I, don't know it. I got I got some really good customers that play Excel that are a demon with a shield. An absolute demon with a shield. They just they got their Glock, they got the shield, they just run with Glock, not only Glock, but they got one of the long ass magazines that they've got. You got the scene. extended mag or extended got the mag Some of them even got drum mags for a Glock yeah. seventeen. just running around capping on people. I was like, bro, let's go. Like put that Great. stuff on Twitter, bro. Put that stuff on Twitter.
0: No, <laughs> awesome on Twitter.
1: Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 put it on YouTube, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it's pretty you cool. will be criticised. Some will have sure. a
0: different opinion than you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: But now we just end up giving the shield to the new customer, like donuts, don't kill the repeat customers, have a good time, you know, and that sort of stuff. So
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And now for a commercial break. Are you looking for a company that puts the community first? Look no further than Hefe's Airsoft Solutions. The founding principle of Hefe's Airsoft Solutions is to offer a way for players of all types to get the greatest experience possible. Their passion is making a difference in local communities and serving each of their customers with the utmost respect. Become part of the conversation by joining hundreds of fellow Airsofters in the Discord server. There, you can find out about upcoming events, sales, giveaways, and more. Join us today and start enjoying all that Hefe's Airsoft Solutions has to offer. Together, we can make a difference in our community. And for listeners of the podcast, tap into the power of the code DEFRO10 and save 10% on your next purchase at hefesairsoftsolutions.com. Some exclusions apply. The more you use the code, the more it helps the podcast. Okay, back to the podcast. All right, man. So how do you attract and retain players at your field? And what sets your Airsoft experience apart from others in Japan?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. I think social media is probably what we where we're at. Uh, I'll be honest with you social media is literally a godsend um, to small businesses um, I, I obviously it's not the most re- you can't rely on it but the reality is is it works um, so we do a lot of things through social media so we say things on social media we post a lot on social media um, obviously we got our homepage we got Google and YouTubes and everything else and all that sort of jazz but that's probably the main reason how we do things um, we are literally- no TikTok no no tiktok no, no 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 tiktok sorry uh not our thing uh, <laughs> just, uh, i know my brain would melt if i start doing it i've already got a low iq as it is so i don't want to start dropping my IQ points even more lower just by
0: looking at I'm trying to make up the hex arrow dance or something
1: right exactly i just i can't do it dude i can't do it it's just not my thing sorry
0: if you're a tiktoker go mad i'm
1: i'm not bad mouthing it just i can't i want to do it it's not my I thing. Can't, uh... sorry. oh no
0: way okay tiktok hates airsoft
1: uh, yeah okay okay well there you go I didn't it's, get,
0: it's getting better but yeah it went for like a time where just so many people just got like banned for airsoft content so uh, okay that makes sense yeah well, i mean, Instagram's I mean where all about. the other sns's now
1: Yeah, instagram and Twitter is where i'm at youtube cool with as well so but yeah that's one way we did do the old way of like put, um we do a lot of uh well we used to do it we don't we're trying to do it this year We've just redesigned a whole right. load of uh, oh, posters yeah. and brochures and all this sort of stuff. So we're going to go around the airsoft stores in the area, on the airsoft community areas, yeah. and start putting up posters. What? Yeah, exactly right. So anybody walking in to go and try an off gun or something, oh, I want to go and try this place. So we got this sort of stuff. So the old way of doing things, and they've got the new way of doing things. So that's the way I suppose the way we attract customers. Uh, okay. We don't we don't exactly like phone people and cold call them and go. Do we come play Airsoft? Come try XL. I like, you know, would work. That.
0: Like, If you call me, it's like, hey, you want to play Airsoft? Yeah, okay. Who is it? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs>
1: uh so we don't do any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> that would be, or like uh mass email people. We don't do any <laughs> of that sort of stuff. No, nothing like that. Uh I suppose to be honest with you, attracted customers cut kind of word of mouth. I'll be honest with you. That's yeah. our big, that's our biggest one. Um so people come play Excel. they'll go play a different field, they go, You you need to go and try this place. Like we get a lot of that. So we get a lot of uh, word of mouth, like um some you know, nice it's people. The-
0: airsoft community in japan is big but it's also like tight knit so sure. word spreads very quickly yeah definitely yeah that's
1: 100 agreed yeah so we got that sort of way of doing and then what's that's attracting and then retaining customers yeah retaining, retaining customers can be difficult um i'll be honest with you uh the minute you do one thing another customer might dislike that so we try and make it as painless as possible if you make changes so like if layout changes and all this sort of stuff, some customers might really love this layout design, but other customers are like, no, nah, I hate this layout, I'm gonna go and try somewhere else. And they won't come for six months until we rechange the layout or something like that. like. Like it, it, it is it is what it is. Um some of our rules as well, like uh we we ban quite a lot of um like electronic shotguns is one thing we ban or uh, grenade launchers, we ban them yeah I, I know i know i know but some people want to use these things like it's crazy claymores we ban those as
0: well we don't allow moscow uh, claymores could be a bit dangerous indoors because you're going to trip yeah. on them and slide yeah, and stuff exactly like, right exactly right we even have need staircases to bury them. Them.
1: what's that we even have staircases we have two sets of staircases inside our arena so like yeah i is just...
0: like just grenades i think is is yeah, fine that's all you, we have. you guys don't need claymores yeah, claymores yeah. are good for outside because you want to Hide them in something. You Shot. want that nice long line of sight. You want Shot. six of them all together, all on the key fold. <laughs> it's a beep. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty it. cool. Yeah, that's
1: pretty you cool. You don't right. want one. Want no, six. right. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you know, there, there are other things that we banned as well that some people don't like. We also allow some things that some people really dislike. Like um, we allow up to 1,000 lumen lights on guns. This is fine. We, we, we've got no problem with that lights. sort of stuff. But we don't allow
0: strobing. Um, Oh yeah, because of like we epilepsy ban- and stuff exactly like that. Exactly right. Exactly right.
1: Exactly right. People ask why do we lo- why do we not allow that? Like, well, some people don't even know if they're epileptic.
0: Um, yep, and then you find out quick. And you like, find out me, very uh, quickly
1: I, and they're just dropping down. I'm epileptic,
0: floor. so Oh you that. There, uh, there you I, go.
1: There you go. Yeah. I can't use
0: go. uh strobes. Yeah. So we, we banned strobe lighting straight
1: away. That was from day one. It's like we don't allow it. Uh we we have got a little bit of feedback on that. It's like, well, come kind of like, on, why can't we strobe? Why, why is this, why is this, and all this It's like, Well, you know, you're honest with you, some people don't know it, as you said, some some people do know it, some people don't know it. And we want everybody else to be able to play here without an issue. So we allow the lights, but we won't allow you strobing because we're not military. We're airsoft. Yes. So let's also, treat it that like, way.
0: I can use a 300 lumen light very effectively oh, yeah, to yeah. blind people. Yeah. I've got 1,300 on my flashlight, but right. I always leave it on the 300 setting. But right. when I put it on to one, three, like, i can like feel it burning my hand yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah. some of these lights are crazy yeah some of these lights yeah. are crazy yeah I, and... I mean i mainly just use the tlr ones this sort of stuff that's kind of where i'm at like I, 800 lumen uh, i think it's six or 800 depending on which version you get like tlr12s tlr2hl's all this sort of stuff um because i can get the um uh, the ricochet proof for the BB proof lenses capture yeah, yeah, them, so yeah, they're easy to bring, get hold on so it's easy to run the TLR ones um so that's pretty no, much why I'm what I run i
0: running Olights I I lights O lights
1: right okay I gotcha yeah uh, they're pretty dope You're yeah the game price good. point so it's fine yeah exactly right yeah exactly right yeah exactly right so just, yeah that's uh retain uh retaining that's our conversation retaining customers can be difficult um but we do try and we try to keep up with events so we run a lot of events throughout the month. Especially on holidays, like we do, kids' days, or we do like um, training day, or we do like uh, an air- airsoft training day, this actual airsoft training day, um, or we do like uh, gas blowback only days, or oh nice, yeah, thematic days, great, yeah, great, uh, handgun only days. Uh, we even had we even had themed one days in before. So when <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, Call of Duty uh, Cold War Black Ops yeah. came out, yeah. so we were like. I, I was playing it quite a bit of the day, and I was like, do you know what? I want to run a 1980s theme day. I'm gonna nice. run it. So that's what we did. So we, we allowed any any weapon that was manufactured before the 1980s that could be played on the site and coming cosplay. So people were wearing all sorts of really cool 1980s like Miami Vice style stuff, and they were coming to play. Hey, no, be fun. I do that. Yeah, iron sights. We, we we didn't allow red dots at all. We didn't allow tag lights at all. Like just any sort of old school guns. We like had AK47s, Uzis. Um, we didn't know we had a glock and like a lot of m9s
0: 1911s this sort of stuff yeah, like, oh, it was a cool. type mp5k yeah oh, that, that,
1: that was so cool but nobody brought that with it so a lot of people bought uh, a couple of people glails it's covering all glails with them uh which was cool uh what else did we had uh, slrs uh fouls a lot of fouls if i remember correctly m16a1 right hand of the free world yeah right exactly uh is it the m16a1 i think we had one of the m16s I can't remember which one it was. Yeah,
0: you would have had the A1 that was like Vietnam and stuff. That's it. I don't remember when the A2 and A3 came out. No, I can't
1: remember either, to be honest with you. But we, 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 we literally, every time a customer walks in, we literally Googled like every single gun manufacturing. Boat. Like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, this is okay. No, this one's out. Sorry. <laughs> nice. like, what about a Glock Gen 1? I'm like, uh... No. That's,
0: uh... <laughs> I remember them talking about Glock Gen 1s in Die Hard when... Yes. Uh, yeah, the guy, too, uh, Bruce Willis crazy. gets confused and says it's ceramic and it's, stuff yeah, like that. So it, it doesn't set off any metal detectors. It's that's like it. That's not how it works, genius. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say cool. Yeah, it was a good day. So we had some really we had some really fun days. Like we had this sort of stuff. We do we do a lot of this sort of stuff.
0: So we try to anyway. Uh we try nice, to do dude, we Please keep doing that. Appreciate that. Um yeah. uh, if you want some unsolicited advice, which that's is right. uh, my favorite form of advice. Um, if you want to uh, retain customers, uh, two like really good maxims to use is um, add, don't replace. Sure. So if you can like add things to things without taking other things away, you can make everyone happy. But sure, as soon as you remove something, that's that's where like all the dissatisfaction comes yeah, from. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But sometimes you don't learn until uh, yeah, until it happens in the future. If that makes any sense. Like we had to learn some of these things the hard way. Uh, oh yeah,
0: hindsight is. 2020, we allowed one thing, and then like later on, it's become not like,
1: being a big problem. It's like, right, okay, fine. So, we obviously have to ban this, and then we have to deal with this, and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, can't please everybody, but we try, yeah, <laughs> but and we try.
0: The other one is like. The the secret to creating trust it, it it all just comes from expectations. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. If you set an expectation with someone, make sure you meet meet it. It doesn't matter what that expectation is. Yeah. If you say you're going to punch someone in the face, punch them in the face. Because <laughs> if you don't, they won't trust you.
1: For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: And like this is the whole thing. Like when I was doing like martial arts and stuff like that, like we hey. did like conditioning, and conditioning sucks. Yeah. I, I remember like the instructor come up came up to us like, all right, I'm going to punch everyone in the chest five times. <laughs> What, right. which, which martial art was this? No, this was uh, taekwondo. Taekwondo. Okay, I got you. Okay, cool. They're so doing like conditioning for tournaments and stuff. Sure, sure. But, sure yeah, sure, we don't sure. like you, you. take a stance. You you te- uh, tense up your abs, and like they just whale on you for five hits, and then when it was nice. over, it was fine, and yeah. you weren't angry at them because no, they said they were going to do it. Yeah, I get it, and I get it. It's, yeah. it's it's such like a simple thing, but. If you can just communicate with people, tell them things, and just keep your word, you generate trust. Yeah, and if you have that, that's what brands want. That's how brands grow. That's exactly how right. you get that cult following. It's, yeah. it's just keeping your word, man. That's it. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, we, we explain when we do things. We always try to explain what we do, why we do things. Like we always
1: try to be as open as possible. Like obviously, there's certain things that we can't discuss. Like Obviously, our accounting, but <laughs> do you know what I mean. But, oh, that's the next question. Yeah, yeah okay. right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but there are some things we can definitely discuss about, like especially when it comes to the actual game management, actual the arena management. This is definitely something where, even the community is kind of. So, I'll give you a really good example. We've just recently opened up HPA inside Hexa. It's right. some. It was something that I was a bit dubious about. I'll be honest with you. Um, it's kind of the future, or it's at least the the I current advancement. I I think.
0: It's if the meta, want, I, if you I, want to I use think it. it. Well, yeah,
1: there we go. I also think it can be looked at as a fashion right now. Because um, yeah. it was never really seen that way before, but now it's started to become a bit fashionable to use these things. And I'm like, I, I had no idea about HPA. As a field
0: owner, I had literally no idea about it. I had to go did, away and learn this like myself. All right, here's here's the great question. That's, go for it. Lots of people in Japan don't seem to understand. Um, what is the difference between HPA and CO2? Because I see so many uh, people running CO2 setups with external hoses going, it's HPA. I'm like, it's not. It's not. It, to be honest with you, in Japan,
1: not. they all run the green gas stuff they got here. That's And that much green gas is green c- gas. It's just CO2, if I remember correctly.
0: That's the, br- like in Japan, green gas is the name of the brand. Yeah, it's the brand but name. It's, yeah. it's CO2. It's just if CO2. you look on the, the Japanese, it's yeah,
1: just, yeah, like it's just CO2. Yeah, 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 it's
0: just CO2. Yeah. I've got so a whole what load is- So, what is CO2 and HPA? What's the difference?
1: They don't call it HPA here. They call it live source.
0: So, okay, I mean, live source. So take, there you go. On, so. I mean,
1: like that, that, that that's already a, a very big difference between the two, right? So you got HPA, which is basically what most Westerners would know it as, or English speakers. I, I don't know. I can't speak for any other country, to be honest with you. Even in the UK, I'm not even sure what the rules are for this, to be honest with you. I had to research this. I even looked at America and how they dealt with it. I looked at a lot of fields and how they dealt with it. Um, But I was always skeptical Um, about. HPA. i'm letting it run or live sourcing uh but to be honest with you how they run it here is a bit different uh because the regulators are a bit different hmm. the hosing is probably going to be a bit different uh yeah. everything's going to be different here like uh, the amount of power that comes through these things is not as nowhere near as powerful you can get
0: in the states or europe there's just nowhere oh, near you can just you can crank it up to two and three joules like so easily
1: yeah yeah you can yeah you can but here, here no it's especially with particular regulators like even on yeah. max settings you can't they, get above one regulated jewel. yeah which is great so it it allows airsoft fields to open up because the japanese uh gun laws are so strict with certain things like anything over one jewel, is just why you, you do not pass go. Yeah. do not affect 200 go straight to jail. like it's and
0: that... i remember when they changed that because we used to be able to play it like two jewels back in the day yeah um some a customer
1: was telling me about this like back in the day that wasn't even regulated like they were running in the woods and they were like four or five jewel guns like it's crazy. Like, it's like wow. Okay, when, fine.
0: When I was playing, I had like one point five on, um, like my MP five was normal, yeah. and like two to three on a bolt action sniper was yeah. normal.
1: Yeah, there we go. It doesn't make, I mean, I, I've only been doing it here since what two thousand fifteen. So two thousand sixteen. Okay, like, this is like, like, like two thousand and three. Right, this was back in the day. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've not been here that long, but yeah. So we start. We opened that up and. What we learned from that was it's okay to have HPA, but maybe a beginner player who's playing on a free game, like who's just dropping into play, maybe having somebody who's running that against a beginner player, probably not a clever idea. So what we do now is we, when we announce event, we announce whether live sourcing or HPA can be used on that day or not. So we don't have it in our normal free games. You can't play it with normal free games, but you can play it with in our. We have a gunfight area, effectively like a small little room that you can rent out yeah, 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 yeah. uh or you can charter Hexello and you can go nuts then but we only ever really allowed on events now so a small thing we're starting to change certain things in that sort of aspect you Now, a lot of customers have said like oh i don't i don't want HP at Hexello, blah, blah, blah. but some customers say i really I re-, this is the reason why we did it because we had weekly emails and weekly phone calls saying please please run hbo at Hexello. like literally
0: to, to be honest I don't think there's any benefit running HPA in Japan. Like <laughs> yeah. literally I think the only benefit you can do is you can use longer magazines. Uh basically you don't need to reload. You don't need to reload. Um, um that's it. using HPA outdoors many many benefits. It, using HPA indoors um you don't need to reload. That's response, it. Like you, you
1: I'll be honest with the trigger response on them are they're amazing.
0: Yeah, you get that really nice trigger response.
1: Yep. So well, I mean, I guess that yeah. it's also kind of like a bit of a fashionable thing to do right now. So it's, it's I kind of get it. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it is what it is. I get it. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not against HBA. If you want spin spinning I'm not against it. Like I like running it. I run it on my high capper quite a bit sometimes. If I'm run, feeling frisky, or I've just recently got an MP7 that I run it on sometimes. I'm like yeah, go. Why not? I mean, the power level is zero. Something like zero point eight five, like yeah. Joules of power, which is very yeah. nice to play indoors with. So it's perfectly reasonable to play on that sort of level So, but yeah, you know there's benefits and you know, good yeah, it's points nice and bad that points it's an and Yeah, exactly right, we, we leave it as an option that's exactly how yeah. we did it, so we, we run an event, we allow we open up for live sourcing, okay then you're welcome to play with it then, that's fine but you won't have it on a free no, game
0: it, For live fun. source, are they actually using like a, a scuba tank or are they using CO2?
1: No, they're using the, um, we only allow a certain brand, there's a certain brand certain product and we only allow inside Excel. Uh pro sunpro is? sunpro sunproject
0: sunpro that's the the name of the uh regulator though yeah
1: it's the name of the company that literally make the gas as well they make the gas they make the regulator the hose everything i believe
0: ah okay that, that that's just co2 then
1: yeah literally yeah yeah it's, it's not hba no but everybody else knows it, it's hba which is bizarre to me but it's a co2 gun yeah you're right there's no
0: difference to a yeah. co2 gun you're right basically if it's in the liquid form it's co2 if it's in the air form it's hpa that's it. it's the same gas but the storage is different different yeah sure
1: well i mean i mean this is it, not it so
0: ah, but yeah that's that's the whole thing like in japan like the word hpa now just means like external source co2 External
1: sources yeah live sourcing yeah exactly right yeah this is it yeah this is it yeah this is it
0: uh i i don't care
1: if people want to play with it yeah exactly right (laughs) i've got no issue with it i like i said i had i wasn't I had literally no knowledge of it i had to search or research all of this like it, i took we took a long time for that to be implemented as well it took a while yeah it took quite some time to implement that so yeah
0: i just love the other uh, recoil that uh, co2 gives you I, i'd love to get like a uh, kythera put that inside a m4 and then put a the co2 um <laughs> canister into the stock like the sure. way like Jetbox box has his m4 set up okay but so many i don't think any field in japan would let you run that uh, no not really i don't think so
1: that's <laughs> a bit dodgy. that one uh I, I don't you wouldn't be allowed to run it here Acceler. there's no way it has to be done inside the magazine um because that's technically outsourcing i guess if that makes any sense yeah 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 so um yeah mm-hmm. co guns are fun i like co guns uh I don't really run them at the moment, I don't think. No, I don't actually no, I don't run them. I run electric or I'm a big fan of uh, the GBLS series. Big fan of them. Big fan of the Dash systems. Big, big fan of them. So I really like that sort of style of play. Uh but uh yeah. So CO2's cool though, I like CO2. Uh,
0: love CO2, I always do yeah, yeah. CO2 guns.
1: Yeah, M seventeen there, M eighteen, whichever one you want to go for there. Yeah.
0: I, got, I think I've got an m yeah, The range on this is ridiculous. I can shoot 40 meters with this. Like, really? No way. Okay.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah.
0: gets the same range as my rifles.
1: That's depressing. That I'll probably outguns my NPX now. It's probably a bit depressing. <laughs> that's an electric gun as well. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> All
0: right. Let's uh, jump into some of the uh, the final questions. Go for it. So, do you think airsoft should be recognized as a legitimate sport in Japan and given more support and recognition?
1: Oh, I'm always in two minds with this question. Uh, it's a good question, though. It's a good question. All right, so if it starts becoming... The argument on one side is if it becomes a sport, it's going to be regulated to a point where it just gets stupid. So good examples would be judo. Judo, when it became the Olympics, a lot of things were banned, a lot of things you can't do, and all this sort of stuff. Um, so you got that sort of side of the argument. The other side is if it becomes even more regulated, maybe more people will play it. So there is two sides to that. Do you know what I mean? There are two sides to that argument quite nicely, to be honest with you. Um I think you've got things like SpeakB, I think they're trying to make it into that, if that makes any sense. I, I don't know whether that's what their goal is, but Well, I heard like
0: Australia submitted paintball to the Olympics once, so
1: No way, did they really? Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, fine. It
0: didn't get in. No, sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with <laughs> airsoft is kind of like uh gentleman's sport it's kind of your own honor like you have yeah, got it.
0: You... it's really hard to do it tournament based like exactly. i know nls and stuff does it but they have an umpire on each person exactly right and yeah it's really it's a gentleman's game and exactly it's right. honestly playing soldier so yes. it's
1: exactly right exactly right exactly it's
0: right it's hard to uh
1: i don't know i don't know how you would i don't know how you could make that i don't know how you could make it realistically into a legit sport like if you're gonna mash it, it with even like paintball where you can even see like where you get shot yes. like it's still <laughs> it's still a little bit i yeah. mean like you you're trying to you're trying to put it on par with like football or rugby or you know baseball or whatever like it's i don't see that really working um if you want my honest opinion
0: i think there's a honestly, lot honestly of... i don't i don't want it to be i'm it to for it to be a a like I liked Marvel before it was cool, and now everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, everyone knows what like, I was. Yeah, but I grew up watching the Spider-Man show,
1: <laughs> sure, sure, when sure. I was ten, sure. And sure.
0: but now, like, it, I don't know, is it is it still cool when everyone does it?
1: Ah, oh, it's mainstream then, bro. It's mainstream, isn't it? Really, it's well, really like, yeah.
0: fine. E- everyone, everyone can play speak to B. That's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with, <laughs> You're gonna stick, no, stick with it. Wermish. Yeah, I mean, I
1: don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I like i like the idea of um making airsoft more acceptable i like that right. side of the i really like that so because not that makes sense th- you own like,
0: an airsoft field like ex- yeah exactly line. yeah
1: i mean i'm more speaking se- se- selfishly as a business owner if you want my own opinion but also as a player like i do play airsoft like it's not like i'm just here just because of that but i'm i mean i play i play a lot so I, it's just like i would like because i have conversations with people do you know what airsoft is and i have no idea what that is what is that toy gun stuff like like it's kind of that sort of look that's how it's looked at like you play with toy guns and grow up like it's just like it's that sort of side of things so like
0: well I, I always find it's the opposite so like really i, I show people i'm like oh what do you do on the weekend i'm like oh, i played airsoft like what's that i show him a picture like oh what that's that's crazy i'm like yeah it's like yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. play They're like yeah. yeah yeah i mean i mean there's
1: always two sides i mean obviously i I don't get everybody saying, oh, that's weird. Like, I don't get that sort of side all the time. But a lo- what I'm trying to say is the argument is, so a lot of people have no idea what that is. So it'd be really nice if Airsoft could get to that stage where, oh, I know what Airsoft is. Like, to the also, mo- like,
0: I don't tell people I play Airsoft anytime I, I meet like a normal person or, you know, a normie. A
1: normal uh, person.
0: <laughs> we, we, we just say paintball. Like, right, people right, are right. like, look in the bag, paintball guns. Right, right. right. Why are you so dirty playing Paint, paintball. paintball? Right. What's your hobby? Paintball. Because yeah. if you say airsoft, they go, What's well, say You go, it's like paintball. So yeah. you just like say, two seconds. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's really cool though. Like, people back in the UK, my friends and family, or whatever, but they think it's really cool. Like, they, they know what airsoft is. Like, you know, it's really good. Cool. I've got, you know, friends and family from all walks of life, and they thought they know what airsoft is now because I don't operate an airsoft, field, but and the, a couple if of they really, didn't,
0: be surprised Yeah, right,
1: exactly. And a couple always of re- trying to explain does. Tried it. A couple of them even tried it since then, which is really not in Japan in, in the UK, but a couple of them tried it since then, which I thought was really cool it, as well. Similar rules. UK is also pretty strict. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I haven't really looked. I actually should probably go and try a game or two inside the UK now. I shouldn't know really. To be honest with you, uh, I'll try and make a way. I'll, I'll try and make it next time I visit. I'll go have a little try.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up with some good people
1: in the UK. Oh, okay, great. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Great. All right,
0: let's jump into the final question for today, then. Um, Can you describe any goals or plans you have for the future of uh, Hexera?
1: Oh, yeah. Try and grow. I suppose that's really what it is, isn't it? It's try and grow, grow the brand, grow grow the business as well. Try and grow. Open a
0: field up here in Tokyo. Give us somewhere good to play.
1: Ah, (laughs) There's a a lot of fields in Kanto area, though. There's, There's a lot. Like You guys have got a lot of fields up there.
0: There's basically 20... Oh, in Kanto, it's probably over a hundred.
1: Yeah, there we go. You see, so I mean, we 20 don't twenty really...
0: Chiba, twenty Tokyo, twenty Kanagawa, twenty Saitama. I can count on two hands the amount of fields we have in this yeah. area.
1: Like that's that's it here. Like is like that's. We're not short on fields. <laughs> and it's not Exeter. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a second location is definitely on the books. Uh, that's not that's not written off completely at all. Second location is definitely on the books. Where, when, and how is a conversation still to have. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me to come build one in Kyoto, actually, Osaka, Kansai, that sort of area. Come build one down here. I'd love to. No money.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think,
0: if we get Start to, a... A go for onion.
1: Yeah. I'll throw you down Oh Cheers, bro. I appreciate that. I mean, if we, if we can build a second site, that's definitely, that's honestly, that is, that would be great. Um, i'll be honest with you what i've learned from building the first site is uh the site is not the issue it's finding the right staff that's the issue
0: oh yeah the staff so, make or break I, the field exactly right i can attest to that 100 yeah, percent. i have
1: right now the coolest staff members in the world they i have a really good store manager um rusty if you're listening what's up bro uh, what's up rusty <laughs> my store manager uh, he's great. He's a wonderful human being. I've got a new staff member that started uh, this year. Really nice guy, Choi. He's my boy. He's uh, only, not <laughs> not even an Airsoft player And uh, before. Uh, found out we were looking for staff, and he was like, I need to work there. And that's it. And now he plays Airsoft nice. all the time. He's like really it. into it. Yeah, he loves it. He loves learning about the gaming style of staff. He's really into all the gaming side of things, which is really cool. And uh, I've got my part-timer, Akio. He's a lovely guy as well. Um so I got I got obviously my wife works there as well. So there's all of us there. We try to yeah. Yeah. I, I love working with these people. So um that would be the problem opening up a second site is if I can try and find the right staff members to help me run the other site as well. So if I can do it, I'll do it. If I can't, then it is what it
0: is. Nice. <laughs> that makes
1: sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. For our last one, let's do some content for uh, Instagram uh some of these will be hit or miss i'll give you like uh 10 prompts and for each prompt just go on a little rant um try to limit yourself to like 10 20 seconds or so like a minute will be the the limit for the reels but gotcha um i realize some of these topics you won't be able to talk about because you're a a store owner and stuff like that but if you can't uh say answer it just say skip okay gotcha and then i'll edit it out so you still look good that's (laughs) fine i
1: appreciate that (laughs)
0: Sounds, right. uh... sounds, sounds
1: ominous There's some subjects I can't talk about I don't <laughs> know, That sounds really ominous
0: Well, not really <laughs> uh,
1: Okay, uh, number one Should all players wear lower face protection? If you want my personal advice, lower face protection is probably necessary If you want my personal advice That being said, if you want to run around with no lower face mask, Be my guest You're not going to be, you know, good luck with your teeth Yay or
0: nay on knife kills?
1: Oh, it's a big nay uh, big no. I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of that sort of stuff. Uh, right, people running around trying to knife kill and all this sort of stuff, that's a big no for me. Uh, I know, understand we shoot each other with plastic bullets, but that physical contact being that close kind of seems like a salt to me, if you want my honest opinions. Um, so that's a big no for me. How many times can you shoot someone before it's overshooting? If you want my personal opinion, it would be until they raise their hand or shout here. I'm sorry, this. I was going to say
0: twelve. Uh, yeah, that that, that 12 also. Twelve shots. Wow, bro. I, I'm nah, I'm that's... I'm,
1: sk- I'm skipping on three shots. I'll be honest with you. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would say three. I, I triple tap everyone. Right. Um, just because I'm so used to playing with noobs and they don't right. really call the first one. Sure. But if they put their hand up on the second one, a double tap is fine. Right. But I I will triple tap everyone just out of habit.
1: I got you. I got you.
0: Like for me, like I've got quite a lot of armor on, so if you hit me like in the plate carrier, I might not sometimes feel it. Sometimes you might hear not it. Yeah. And then yeah. like the second and the third one, I'll feel. So that's the problem with plate yeah.
1: carriers, man. I've had that same problem myself. Especially if I play an outdoor field and I'm wearing a plate carrier, I sometimes you can't hear it. Sometimes you won't even know you've been hit. Like, like you're... that's why full auto's so nice. Like you'll <laughs> take ten rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got me. I was like, dude, don't show me the plate carrier. Shoot me the butt or something. Shoot me. Some... <laughs> I'll just take the damn thing off. Like, oh. Uh sometimes i sometimes i like i like the look of play carriers i like playing with them but as a sport side of things i have a real problem with it i i have a, a crisis of conscience with it if that makes any sense so.
0: exactly you need to be wearing active wear exactly yeah a play carrier is overrated yes <laughs> yes they're overrated chest rigs chest rigs where is that for airsoft uh multicam is boring
1: yes yes Multicam is hugely boring um I won't wear camo when I play. I won't wear any uniform when I play. I just play in jeans and t-shirt. <laughs> That's it. That's where I'm at. Uh, I get it. Like if you want to, you want to get immersed in in the world, yeah, go nuts, bro. I'm not, I'm not here to rain on that. But me personally, I won't play in any sort of uniform camouflage. Just not my thing. I, I like, I like the the civvy look, the civilian look. I think it looks really cool. Plus, I get the to I get to represent my brand when I play, so I'm all right with that. <laughs> playing real caps is more fun yeah actually i yeah i think that's a lot more fun to play because you know you get to mess you get to do you get to think about things a little bit more you can't just run run the gun as hard as you like you have to really think about it um yeah i like that i like it i don't i think it could be boring all the time if you just want to play the game like actually just play the game like ah you know what high cap drum mag let's go i want to go nuts fine but you know every now and then real caps is yeah it can be a lot more fun yeah it can be a little bit more fun yeah adds a little bit more uh je ne sais quoi yeah that's the word i like that go french with that yeah i like that yeah <laughs> i like it All
0: Right, man so that's basically the end of the uh the podcast today for the last part let's do uh a shout out uh think of like any any friends any teams any sponsors that you want to uh, mention and uh yeah go ham the, uh, um, the
1: mic's yours. Okay, well thank you very much. Uh I t- I'd just I'd probably just end up shouting out Hexeller. Uh, come guys come check out Excel Airsoft Arena. We're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, Instagram. Uh if you wanna look us up, it's everything Hexeller airsoft, all is one word. Uh so Twitter at twitter.com slash XL Airsoft. Instagram is exactly the same. Uh YouTube is exactly the same. We're all on the same uh handle as it were. Uh, if you want to come view what we do you're welcome to if you ever think about coming into japan and want to come and play uh we have english speaking staff including myself obviously uh if you want to come and try some actual <laughs> yeah if you want to come and try some uh try some stuff from japan with us you're very welcome you'd be more welcome please don't hesitate contact us
0: um, i suppose that's it. i don't really uh, have anything else more than that really to be honest with you yeah that's about it nice. well Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, see you on the field one day and uh, shoot you. Yeah, let's go, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. (laughs) I love it. That's what I wake up for. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Hefe's Airsoft Solutions. Use code DEFRO10 at checkout.